Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loft Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, hanging out with my co-host tonight. This way, nope, that way. Southern Flame, Don McIntyre, and we are hanging out with William Wenz from Modern Day Escape and the mastermind behind When We Were Hungry <laughs> Festival. Thank you. Oh, no. All right, before we start this episode, I do want to remind everyone to please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Check us out on all podcasting platforms. Okay, Mr. Sir, I should say Sir William. because it's now- Sir, <laughs> Sir I, I've been officially knighted by the pancake gods. Um, <laughs> yes. That's, uh, is that how that works? I think so. Uh, I think so. <laughs> so the meme god. <laughs> this whole thing started off, I think originally, wasn't it kind of like not real like a like a meme it was kind of a joke oh 100 like i want to be so clear about this like there was no intention to actually make a festival in late january at three o'clock in the morning when i was on my photo editing app making memes okay <laughs> let's just be clear about that i just saw that there was social traction i was like yeah this is good for the band people who maybe mm-hmm. don't know who we are they they see our name popping up maybe they go check out our stuff maybe they like it stick around yeah. um so I, I yeah <laughs> I made a couple posts and I, I won't lie. Like it was kind of like seeing what I set my friends on fire was doing on their social media yep. and, the, and the level of trolling that they were doing. I'm like, <laughs> I could do that. Right. <laughs> you know, and people were egging us on, you know, they don't know that it's me that runs the page. So mm-hmm. they watch this. They know now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> amen. Just ruined, my, just ruined my anonymity. Uh, <laughs> No, so, so you come up with a slogan, memes into dreams, right? And then and then it's almost like you have two two slogans because the other one is the hashtag. Pancakes in the pit. Right. So, so did Denny's – now, I want to be clear about this because I, I first saw the term memes in the dreams thing, and then I saw when the pancakes in the pit uh, kind of came out, and that itself mm-hmm. took off on its own just uh, <laughs> with did Denny's, yeah. did, did, did you have a meeting with Denny's, though, at some point before now? So that means winky winky. We're not talking about it on the last podcast. What that means, but did the, the 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 pancakes in the pit thing? That's still a part of the show, right? Oh, hundred percent. Like, I mean, regardless of whether Denny's is involved or not, so the, show, the show must go on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, and I think there's a little bit of confusion, like how the whole Denny's thing got involved in the first place. So. 
again, I, I was kind of piggybacking somewhat off of I Set My Friends on Fire. They had mentioned something about just showing up at a parking lot and playing, you know, uh, for this other festival. We'll just call it that. Okay, yeah. I, I was going to bring it up. We're not going to bring it up. Now. Okay. We, we, I mean, we can, I suppose. We'll get there. Okay. And and then somebody commented or tagged the band and like, like hey, what are you guys going to do? Are you going to show up in the same parking lot? And I, was, and I, was, I think what I posted was, no, we're just going to show up at a Denny's and perform there. <laughs> or something. It was something along those lines. All right, just, just making a joke. The only part I really remember is that I used the um, a gif of somebody in one of those blow up dinosaur costumes doing like smashing their hands on the table with the, like a <laughs> fork and knife demanding food. Um, and then, of course, many people are aware of the of the What's Up Denny's video. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Not. So there was this. There, no okay. So. I'll introduce you, my friend. Okay. So there was this hardcore band. They're a smaller band that performed inside of a Denny's many, oh. many moons ago. And they're like, what's up? What's up? Um, and that, that has its own notoriety. Uh, in all 100% fairness, I was not trying to be as attached to that. Right. But that's not how the internet works. Right. The right. internet saw two <laughs> things that were similar and said, ah, these should be one thing. You have no control. You put something out there online, you have no idea how people are going to take it, and people run with no. it on their own. Next thing you know, you're just a product of online, right? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. How, how, how hard was it to get to finally decide? Because a lot of people still question. I see you commenting all the time. Yes, we're doing this. It's a real thing. Like You're convincing people who they don't believe that you're going to be doing this still. And it's yeah. a 100%. It's going to happen, right? No, it's going to happen. Okay. I mean, we just to go down the list. We we you know we filed for the LLC to have operating working business first and foremost because when you're working with agents and managers and or you're going after sponsors, they want to see that you're a legitimate business. They're not just going to send money to William Wenz in Utah because right. he has a meme. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. here's my ba- here's my bank account. Send me money. They're going to assume you're Mormon. And they're not going to want. They're not going to want to sponsor you. Yeah, I mean, Mormons are really good with money, though. They do well. Okay. So you know, okay. they're better with money than I am. <laughs> um, so we we did all that. We filed, you know, the LLC, all that registry. We got the the IRS tax filing. Flew out to Vegas, toured venues. Um, ultimately, we picked the one that we we're hosting at, which is at Rockstar bar um there's a little confusion on that too because a lot of people is like well it's a looks like it's a golf course well okay it's a concert venue and a golf course kind of shoved into one package it, it doesn't sound like it should work but it actually as we were touring it we're like this facility is actually kind of bizarrely perfect okay um, so how many how many places did you visit when you went down to vegas to pick the venue i want to say we visited five. Oh wow okay. at least um so we work the, somebody that we're working with um, has a very good history of putting on events and concerts and festivals. And this is an individual who, you know, had 10 years plus, you know, engaged with Warp Tour and its early heydays. Ooh, so somebody who did uh, punk rock bowling in Vegas. So it, it, this is somebody who knew what they were doing. And it kind right. of was a, a blessing because we found somebody who had all the staging, had all the rigging, had all the, the staffing 
means right there in Vegas. Um, The only burden that really falls on us is more or less on the hospitality side. Okay. But, you know, the good news is it's Vegas. So so it turned from a one-day festival to a two-day festival, right? Mm -hmm. Two days. Is that that, that because the venue wanted you to rent two days out, or is that because the amount of of, uh, bands wanting to join the festival? Um, Actually, neither. So, I mean, yes, I'm sure there were fans who would love it if it was a two-day thing. Um, Alternatively, uh, I'm sure the venue likes us paying them more money. (laughs) <laughs> uh, to rent their space i'm sure that doesn't hurt but realistically what it boiled down to is there was a lot of bands that we were going after so, so my, were, my question was bands not fans so i said oh the bands yes yeah, yes yeah, sorry yeah. sorry okay. i misheard um yeah so when it came to tour routing you know there would be these these acts it's like well we got a show in la on friday we can do it thursday Right, and, and that it just kept popping up so much. We're like, all right, screw it, we'll do it Thursday too. Okay, I'm kind of glad nice. we did because, from a cost perspective, mm-hmm. it makes more sense if you've already got all the rigging set up and mm-hmm. everything's already there. It didn't cost us that much more to rent the venue for a second day, so it's like, well, this just financially makes sense. Because at the end of the day, meme or not, regardless of how it started, we do have to operate this like a real business because right, right not letting anything out of the bag. We've been open about this. This is absolutely something we will want to do again. Um, mm-hmm. Although there will be a name change. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Again, going back to the, I had no intentions of starting a festival when I came up with the name. Well, okay. So <laughs> when we were hungry festival is kind of a play off the other one of like when we were kind of, you know, didn't have enough money. The when we weren't so old. Okay, right, right, right. right. <laughs> but, but, but then you have bands like I just saw Varsity's probably going to mm-hmm. be on there. And yep. with, you know, I, I don't remember them from the early 2000s. I think they're a fairly newer band, right? Mm-hmm. So, are, so now are you just kind of going with bands that are just kind of well known? Um, well, like, Pickle Me Pink makes sense because they've been around for a long time, right? Which, yeah, I gotta say, I'm gonna say it right now. I talked to uh, to uh, oh, what's their drummer's name? Uh, Steve, Steve, Stephen or Steven, whatever. And I said, mm-hmm. you should have a reunion uh, show on my podcast. Two weeks later, <laughs> a reunion concert at the one we were on your fest. I'm like, God damn it. This is <laughs> that idea. I'm going to take credit for it. And I want to say that on here. So what you're saying is you put it out in the ether. I put it out there. Yeah. And- Divinely guided. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, originally, you were doing bands, though, that were uh, – I would assume from like kind of the earlier two thousands. And then now yeah. you're just kind of going with bands that want to do it just to get the crowds in or yeah. whatever reason. Well, fun, I, right? So I think it needs to be a mix of both. I mean, mm-hmm. when we sat down initially, like the first conversation I had with my business partners about this, mm-hmm. like actual true conversation probably started at like 10 o'clock at night, my time. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, and mind you, I'm on mountain time. Yeah. 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 Uh, my, to, one of my business partners at the time was was in Nevada, and one of them was in Ohio. And okay. we probably were on the phone until four in the morning. Jesus, man. Just, wow. Yeah, it was just rattling off ideas and, and spitballing. And we were trying to come up with like, okay, what do we want this festival to be? Because you, it, I don't think the general public understands. You can't just put up a fake flyer and then go contact their agent and be like, hey, so we did a thing. You guys on board? <laughs> Right. Right. There's a lot more <laughs> steps involved. And 
we had a list. I mean, it probably at in total really was a list of over 250 artists that we wanted to contact. Wow. And a lot of the, I'd say the top percentage of that were old Mm. reunion bands. Like tickle me pink obviously is one of those. Right. Um, I, I feel like it wouldn't really make a difference by mentioning that they're on the list or not, but like bands we wanted to contact like bands that we, mm-hmm. we'd say like, this would be awesome if we could get, you know, bands like abandon all ships in fear and faith, a, a static lullaby. Kind of like a dream, um, dream team, right? Maybe. Yeah, essentially. And you know, obviously we can't, you know, you can have your dream list and you're not going to get all, of them, and that's just reality. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm really happy we got tickle me pink. Um, yeah, me too. I'm going to be there. <laughs> I'm happy to be there front and center. <laughs> yeah, that's goddamn right. And you know, but at the same time, you need this mix of we need to give people who are, you know, frankly, your age and my age what we want out of a concert, but also give the newer generation what they want while cross, you know, platforming essentially. Because right. like varsity, you know, they've got really good music. Yeah. Right. But they are a newer band. So mm-hmm. the the people who are familiar with like Tickle Me Pink probably don't know who Varsity is. Well, you know, <clears throat> probably you'd be so you'd be surprised. A lot of people kind of stay in the music scene that that listen to that kind of music. But but you're right. I would actually say the opposite. I would say people who know Tickle Me Pink probably know who Varsity is. But people that know who Varsity is may not know Tickle Me Pink. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but in either case, I think you're going to get some cross pollination. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, uh, how many people does the venue hold? So the venue. Well, <laughs> there's what we're told it holds, and then there's what I actually figured out by fire code. So if we go off of what we were told, it's 2,500 per day. Mm-hmm. If okay. I actually go off of fire safety code regulations, like I, I, my OCD just wanted to know, I mapped out how what's the actual entire square footage of it using Google's um, ability where you can actually like trace out and find out how much square footage there is. Wow, yeah. dedication. Uh, well, it was because I was, I was like, there's no way 2,500 people is the only amount of people you can fit in this. So when I actually mapped it out, it was like a lot closer to 5,000. Okay. Um, but I think in reality, yeah, it's going to be – ticket sales are probably going to be closer to 2,500 per day. And when, um, do, when do tickets go on sale? So we have early bird tickets up right now that you can get at the When We Were Hungry Festival.com site. Okay. Um, the, we're only offering the two day pass right now. Okay. Now we are in the process. We're just finalizing a couple contracts with a few artists, and then we're going to be making another announcement of bands. And very shortly after that, we're going to drop pretty much the full lineup with a few exceptions that are going to be, you know, to be announced because of legal reasons, okay. contract reasons. Um, and then the, that's when this individual and two day passes at their regular price will go up. Cause I think there's a lot of people that are just trying to figure out, okay, who's playing what day uh-huh. and what day do I go? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Cause yeah. That, that, that was like, especially one of their favorite bands is going to play the second day. Maybe they just want to buy the pass uh, for, yeah. for, that, for that day. So do you, do you, do you I, no, I just asked that. Sorry. How, 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 You're good. How many, how, how many bands? So do you keep on making these like slowly publishing bands mm-hmm. and, my head, I'm thinking, oh, cool, they just got this band or they just secured this band. Is that the case, or do you kind of already know who it is already and then just kind of dropping them out as as, as you see fit? Uh, kind of a bit of both, if okay. I'm being honest. It, nobody on my team would deny that the way that this festival is put together is not the conventional means. Okay. okay? So in a conventional setting, like 
Rockville or Rockfest or any of these other ones, you have all of those bands already contracted, already done away with all of the legal stuff. And the and you figured out when you can announce and you drop a full festival flyer and you're like bam. Loading it. Yep. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but in our situation, we couldn't really blow our load in one shot. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. Um, we needed to create hype and maintain hype because right. again, we're a new company and a first year festival, and nobody's and everybody thinks it's a joke at first, <laughs> at its origin, right? So it you was. have to overcome that. Yes. So progressively by releasing, you know, three or five or six bands at a time, mm-hmm. that does kind of create that, oh, crap, who are they going to announce next? And, it, and, it ha- and it, it's, it's just really happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, and I think when people started, they'll be like, is this thing actually real? It's like, yeah. well, did you go to Tickle Me Pink's page? Because they're posting about it, <laughs> you know? I, I, th- I think that now people realize, uh, do you still get people who – Think it's a joke or think it's not going to th- happen at this stage? I think that it's been pretty much done away with okay. by this stage. I think now the bigger issue is who's the headliners. Of right. course, everybody wants to know that. Um, you know, we had something locked in and it, it fell through for reasons that I can't really describe. Right. Okay. You can, you just won't. I would <laughs> love to, but it, but it may revolve. It may involve a legal retaliation against me. So. Yeah, yeah. Let's do the winky winky thing again. We know what that means. We we all know what that we all know what that means. Do you have bands that have decided to come on in the original uh, the original lineup or the original dream team that at first agreed to it and now for some reason can't make it? Or do oh, you- are you talking about like uh, artists that we had on that original meme flyer? No, well, I I know that's changed. What yeah. Don? I was thinking the same thing, yeah. Okay, so I, I knew the original flyer changed because that was kind of the original flyer was still kind of a not really going to happen kind of thing. Yeah, that set my friends on fire on there and a couple other bands. Uh, and then when you wind up starting to do it, I so I think the first band announced was Dropout Kings, I believe was the yeah. And you know what? I'm going to just say it right now. Um, I I feel like I've had enough discussions with members in their camp okay. to have a, a pseudo friendship. And, and I got to say, like, that was like one of the best things that could have happened getting them on as early as we could. I mean, those guys just hustle, right? They're going to Australia. They're going to Honolulu. I mean, they're going to Japan next, like probably because like those guys just work their asses off. Mm -hmm. Um, but are you saying more like bands that we had planned to announce and then they fell off yeah kind of thing like like bands that you were really looking forward to and then they like, has bands came on and then fallen off i guess is the question i mean I'll, I, i'm gonna have you read between the lines but you know when you're doing stuff like this yeah sometimes the business is your own worst enemy you know what you know what i love you know what i love about you man is you can sit there and quickly come up with an answer like how am i going to get around this answer but still give the answer like because I already knew these questions were coming, man. I knew. I knew. I've, I've done your show before, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know your tricks. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure Modern Day Escape is going to be a headliner, right? No. I, here's the reality. And I, I mean this in the most humblest perspective. Of course, mm-hmm. I want Modern Day Escape to succeed and grow and be big. Absolutely, yeah. I want us to do that on our own merits, mm-hmm. not just because I pulled a, a fast one on the internet. 
Okay. Gotcha. We, Modern Day Escape, in all fairness, has not performed live in nine years by the time this festival's come out. The last time we will have performed would have been a, a tour in 2013. Oh, wow. So is that nine years? Whatever time frame that is. Yeah, that's nine years. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that, number one, we should – pretend to be bigger than what we were at our peak number like two away from from some of the other bands or the people going maybe yeah reality right okay gotcha but but then even in that perspective like if you take what modern day escape was at its peak mm. were we still bigger than alice sauna and hello goodbye no our spotify numbers don't show that so why are we going to make ourselves out to be better than what we are gotcha. we, again I love my band and I want my band to succeed. Our band wants to succeed. We're going to have a good time slot, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's, yeah, I am going to pull that trick. But <laughs> at the end of the day, we're not going to be a headliner. Well, you here's know? the thing too. I could just imagine how chaotic it would be to put all of this together as chaotic as it started. Um, and then also trying to headline a performance too. I mean, just in just in general, so you know, the, the planning behind this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's like I picked a really good year to do this all because you really did. <laughs> because well, yeah. So <laughs> I've, got, yeah. I've got the festival going on. So I gotta plan that. I work a full-time job as a retail manager. Mm -hmm. I have the band, which we're trying to come out with a new EP. We're ramping up the last single to the other EP because mm -hmm. there is a there's a line of change. So that kind of is what delayed that. Um <laughs> I have a kid on the way that's coming literally yep. in a Congratulations month. Congratulations on that too. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, I'm very excited, but it's just like, what else could I do? <laughs> Cause it's like, <laughs> I, is it, is there, is there a band you're excited about saying that you were surprised, maybe agreed to do the concert? I'm just going to speak from 20 year, 21 year old me. I'm okay. really my, the band I'm personally most excited for is hopes. I last cool, this, man. This is a band that, a lot of people kind of nicknamed as Italian under oath. <laughs> okay. Cause there, there's a lot of music that has some similarities. Um, since then they've, you know, they clearly kind of created their own sound. Mm -hmm. They've always made really good music and, but they've only come to the U S once. And that was in 2008 yeah. when they toured with Memphis wow. Mayfire. And then, um, and then you guys got them to do the, when we were hungry fest. Well, that's really cool, man. Yep. I'm also excited to see them purely on the basis that that I didn't really handle too much of the talent buying for this festival. Um, that was not my area of expertise. Um, I single-handedly handled hopes they last that that was, <laughs> wow. and I, it just was, I'm going to say it honestly, like it was kind of just the perfect situation where like you bring in a band over from any foreign country to mm -hmm. fly in, for one show without any tour supporting it is expensive. Yes. Yeah. Just to be clear, there happened to be something really good on their end that made it so it could work. And mm -hmm. it's like kid in a candy shop. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. And I'm glad I did because I think there's a lot of people who also are going to take this opportunity to see a band that they're probably not going to see very often. Right. Yeah, you know, and I was super excited because you reached out to me like when the, when the thing first, first started, when you, it wasn't even a for real thing yet, and you yes. asked it's a loud <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yes, and then I said, I, I mean, fuck yes. Or is that, or is that, <laughs> that is just 
sounds very exciting of me. Like I was like, sure, I'll go if you want me to, dude. What if, what I mean, I'm just eating a banana right now. You know, nothing <laughs> exciting. I think it was like two in the morning though, and I was like, either, uh, I, was, either yeah. I was still awake. I was still awake. Okay, I'm not even gonna lie. I was still awake. I was still awake. But now, are you guys? Is it an indoor or outdoor event? Yes. So the way yes. the, the way yes. the whole the way the whole setup is, and this is why when you go to look at the venue online, it can be really deceiving. Mm. So we're going to have one indoor stage that's okay. inside the venue called Rockstar Bar. Um, they regularly hold concerts there. That's also where we're going to have an after party. Um, you know, it is a it's a smaller venue, but I'll explain how this whole thing works, and you'll understand why it makes so much sense why we picked this venue. So you've got this indoor stage. Then you go outside a set of double doors that lead to a, the whole outdoor area. And there will be a patio stage. And then you, you have this strip that you kind of walk down. And there will be this, there's this big green area. They call that the concert on the green. That's where the big yeah. stage will be. Okay. Um, but the, the patio stage isn't like a small stage either. It's mm-hmm. slightly smaller than the big stage. Two, stage, two stages. Are, is it, three in total. Is it big enough to where... Is it big enough to where um, different bands can be playing at the same time and yes. not? Okay, perfect. Yes. Um, you know, we that was something that we really tried to take into consideration. Tyler, who's our head of production, um, he his whole career has been audio engineer, you know, for like live performances. Um, he actually did front of house and sound for Amigo the Devil on their UK tour. So, I mean, he, he's working with some uh, bigger acts. And this is something he encounters a lot. And so that's something that he worked through again with the guy who we partnered with that did all the warp tour and, you know, punk rock bowling. Um, so that, that's something, yeah, you're going to have multiple bands going on at that's various cool. times. Um, we awesome. have, um, I, I don't even I, know if I'm be able to watch some of the bands that are going to be there. Cause I'm probably going to be busy doing my own thing, but I, you know, but what were you going to, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, I think, you know, we sat down and, we've got a spreadsheet that's probably changed a thousand times of like different set times and moving people around, you know, making it make sense for the biggest part possible. Like on paper, it makes sense to be like, Oh, well, the, the younger, lesser known bands, they, they open the thing and then you put the big guys at the top and then everything else just kind of transcends up that way. But you kind of need to mix it up a little bit, you know, like mm-hmm. even warp tour, you might have story of the year performing at noon. Right. Right. That's yeah. That, no, that's true. I, yeah. And the first time I saw Story of the Year, it was at noon. And that was on when they were coming off of their song, Until the Day I Die. So they were not an yeah. unknown. Right. Yeah, that was a real big hit. Until the... I can't sing. Anyways, we all know. We all, we all know I got two more questions for you. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, are you guys worried about at all? And I hate to bring it up. But are you guys worried about COVID uh, affecting the date of October? Because it seems like in the fall is when the virus does seem to kind of pick back up. And as dead as it seems right now... Is it a, something that you that that you've thought about, anyways? It's come up in discussion. Okay. Um, you know, I guess to this point, I'm speaking in broad terms here. You know, Vegas as a city mm-hmm. is not under any kind of specific special protocol. Okay, so we will be following all local protocol. Uh, this is the same protocol that uh, all the other festivals are following. Right now, mm-hmm. if anybody is personally concerned about it. You know, we, I guess, would encourage, you know, you know, do what is right for you. Um, side, side note to that, you know, if somebody is feeling ill, 
I hope that they would be honest and not go, <laughs> not drag their germs in with them. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I try to be a little bit touch and go with that question though. Cause it, there's so many polar opposite opinions on it. Yeah. And, and we're providing a service for the broad public. That's yeah. That's a good way. To, God, I wish it was more like. I love it. I just say whatever the fuck's on my mind. I probably, I probably should be a little more like you, but I don't know. That's why I got a podcast. I guess we got, that, we got the Tom McDonald the podcast over here. Funny, <laughs> <laughs> everyone. I almost, but I did almost make a joke early after I made the, the Mormon joke, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to skip that other joke. <laughs> the Mormon one did not go so well on the show. Okay, last question. Last question is: You said if you do, you want to do this as a yearly thing, maybe an annually thing, yep. maybe maybe just not the first time. Obviously. Do you have a new name picked out already for how you want to continue going forward? We have names. We have not selected and settled on one. I think it'll involve the word hungry somehow. Um, Cause like kind of just call it what it is. You know, our gimmick is like breakfast food. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you think people um, are bring pancakes? Do you, think, What's that? do you think people are actually going to bring pancakes? I so I do know for a fact that one of the vendors we're trying to finalize is a breakfast food related, like food truck vendor. Mm -hmm. I hop. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I, I'm going to say this to anybody and everybody out there who's like, Oh, Danny should have totally jumped on board. Yes. I agree. With you. They totally should have, but I can't, I can't sit here and make a company that is an S and P 500 company right. just shell out a hundred thousand dollars to fund an entire music festival that has yeah. never actually done anything. Yet. Right. Yeah. That, no, that, um, and that's how they're going to look at it as in their corporate, you know, world right. that they live in. I mean, Denny's, if you're watching, uh, we, we'd love to name a stage after you, uh, call it the pancake podium. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's that's a good one. I don't know anything else that you would like to say before we get off of this episode. I think I'm done with my questions. I thought was, that was good. Cool. I'm going to just sum it up. I mean, yes, it's a real festival. Um, we, we got some more announcements that are going to be coming down the pipeline pretty soon. Like I said, we're just waiting on some contracts. And then as soon as those go up, uh, you should see the individual and two day ticket sales at the regular price go up along with some additional uh, merchandise. Um, we got another t-shirt design coming, but if you want your tickets right now, you can get them at when we were hungry festival.com. Uh, we are selling the two day pass early bird special at one thirty, and, or you can get the two day pass early bird special with a t-shirt at one fifty. So in, in terms of festivals, even though we're smaller, that's still, I think a really good price for the lineup that we have. Yeah, compared to the other nice. one that's like freaking super billion dollars expensive. This is gonna be a fun concert, man. A it really is. So I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to be there. I appreciate you letting us be involved in any way. Yeah, man. And 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 thanks for coming on the show for a second time and talking talking with me. It's the first time I think you met Don. You know what yeah. I mean? yes. last time I, I had my camera flipped around I, and I just started podcasting. <laughs> so it was a train wreck. There were animals running loose. <laughs> Well, then, thank you so much, man. Everyone, You're very welcome, man. Go, go check out Modern Day Escape. Please stay right there until after the outro song plays, please. Um, I do want to thank everyone that listens to The Loud Spot. I do want to thank everyone involved with When We Were Hungry Festival. I want to thank Modern Day Escape. Please check us out on all podcasting platforms and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Damn it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Peace out. Rock on. And much love. This is The Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. 
is all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. The nothing short of tragic has us back again. Yes. Does anything that good really have to end? A big host has a pimp show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.